Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is Suburban, Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Fam. Wait no, episode nineteen. Ooh, it is nineteen. Ooh, we out here. Yeah, you know I was listening to the other episodes of, and uh, just they just don't sound as good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's I mean we're learning still. Got to start somewhere, right? So a lot of stuff's happened since yeah. we recorded. Yeah, especially because we recorded last Monday. Yeah. And we had a bit recorded recording this on Wednesday today. Um, I guess first and foremost, yesterday was Beyonce's birthday. Happy birthday, Queen. Bitch is thirty seven out here. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that we're like she's older than us, but it's like we feel like we grew up with her. We did though. 'Cause when I mean when she came out she was young, but we were too. Right. We were just younger. It was just like she was like, like, cause she's a year older than my sister. Oh, okay. So they're roughly the same age. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, like. Well, now my sister has a, a even more personal relationship with like Beyonce. Because the kids. Yeah, the kids. Three kids. Yeah, they're both birth, both birthdays were born in September. Oh yes, this is birthday September. The tenth. My dad's birthday is. The seventh, yeah. Chris Martin's birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to Chris Martin. Yup, yup. Um, Virgo season, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, bro, she thirty seven out here. So Beyonce is thirty seven. Um, there's been oh, on the last episode we didn't uh recognize John McCain dying. R.I.P. R.I.P. John McCain. I, I actually do like John McCain. Well, I did like John McCain. I... <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, he was at least a Republican. I could be like, all right, I disagree, but... All right, man. He I, wasn't a shit bag. Yeah. He was a, a decent human being. He was respectable. Yeah. And also the fact that he... uh. In one of his last things, he trolled Donald Trump by saying oh, he yeah. didn't go to his funeral. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then having uh, Bush and Obama speak, that's American hero John. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that was the most gangster move. Bro, I wish I could disinvite uh, Donald Trump to my funeral. It actually means something. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have any last words? <laughs> Please, don't let... Donald Trump show up at my funeral. <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't let him in. Turn him in away at the door. Keep the secret service on his ass. On another note, have you ever been to a funeral where somebody can't go? Mm-mm. That shit is crazy. Who funeral you been to? It was, I want to say, who was it? It was when I was a kid. 
Yo, that shit is crazy. Anytime somebody is banned from a funeral over some stuff that happened. I like it. First of all, that means that you have to be on your deathbed still thinking about how much you hate somebody. Right. <laughs> like. That's a different level. That's not what I think I'm going to be thinking about when I'm on my way out. <laughs> not at all. Like. I mean, I'm trying to say this without uh, explaining too much. But yeah, like when somebody has, uh, has uh, like when somebody's divorced and that person dies and they still be like, don't let them show up at my funeral. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's some cold shit. <laughs> I'm looking at these notes again. Um, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, it was Labor Day weekend For Labor Day Because uh, I actually was off on Monday I uh, Cleaned my whole apartment Damn I like, had to work And I, It felt good To clean my apartment Like Like deep clean To where you're like Yo Okay Everything's Like you, f- you feel brand new Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's like alright I'm completely reset Like you can breathe Right it's like everything's back in its right place because mm. you know when you start doing weird like when you live alone you do weird stuff like stuff be like not care about how your shit look <laughs> no. it's like it's not even that it's like s- small subtle things like you'll have something that is definitely supposed to be in the kitchen oh just just, <laughs> just in a dining room <sighs> like I have paper towels like a roll of paper towels in my living room Cause I, that's what people who live alone do. Yeah, but that shit is crazy. <laughs> like you feel like you're like when somebody else comes over. Like my mom and my sister came because they were just out running errands. They're like, "What? What's wrong with you? What are you <laughs> like, like how are you gonna uh, ever uh, date a girl and bring her back?" I was like, "I kind of gave up on that." <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting life happen out here, ma. And then like, so I, I cleaned my apartment. I need to get my living quarters together. And then I went to my parents' house because my, my mom and dad cooked. Man, my mom and dad, I didn't get no barbecue this Ooh. weekend. And I was really hurt. So I was celebrating my friend's 30th pretty much all weekend. That sounds dope. Um, Saturday, we went to 3000 Bar. How was that? We went to Oasis. It was pretty cool. It was busier in there, of course, because, you know, school's back and Mm -hmm. the owner was in there stunting and shit. Um, It was pretty cool. We we got pretty lit pretty fast. (laughs) Went to Oasis and honestly, because she lives out like in Madison off Martin Road. Okay. So she lives pretty far. So I end up just staying the night out there. You're around the corner for me. That's far as hell. After a night of drinking, I was like, no. <laughs> Stay the night at her place. Woke up early Sunday. Man, we could have turned up. We could have had an after party because I'm sure I was drunk by that time. Nigga, you ass don't be out. And if you do do shit, you don't hit me up. Went to the Caribbean Festival. Had my first Jamaican patty. You never had a Jamaican patty before? No, I never had like Jamaican food outside of... Like cherry chicken and stuff. Yeah. Damn. It was delicious. Welcome. 
Whew, it was so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I woke up the next morning wanting some more. Now you're a complete person. You never even had the microwavable ones? Where do you get that? those at? At grocery store? They have like 10 packs in Sam's. I used to get like a 20 pack of them. What? Yeah, they're um, microwavable and you uh you heat them up for about a minute and a half. Oh, nigga, I'm going to the store after this. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I was surprised you never had them. Mm-mm. I I fell in love with those when I was, like, when we were real young. Because, uh, like, we'd be home all the time alone. So we would uh, have, like, microwavable food just like everybody else. But that was always my shit. Never had Jamaican. One of those in a... a Ginger beer. Oh, I love ginger beer. Me too. Love ginger beer. I'm trying to cut back on alcohol, but I should have got some ginger beer. That's the only thing alcohol. about ginger beer, though, is it just has so much damn sugar in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it gives me the taste of, like, because uh, how strong it is, almost like alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, what brand do you like? Reeds. Yes. I was looking at, I don't know how I got into this rabbit hole, but I was looking at reviews on ginger beers, and there were so many people shitting on reeds. I was like... Yeah, they do. I actually did the exact same thing once. Why, though? They said it was too sweet or too... And I was like... But you know, on some things, people be like, um, that's not authentic enough, or that's... uh. I was really like, no, know. nigga, the ginger in this is strong as shit. Yeah, that should clear your sinuses up. <laughs> but it also really. has like a honey flavor. Like reeds has a honey. But you know, it's different kinds of reeds too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, different strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always get the extra strong. Me too. <laughs> like that shit goes in. But what? Were, oh, we went to the Caribbean festival. Caribbean festival. Um, it was me, the birthday girl. Krista, our friend Chris, and um, Brittany, the birthday girl, her little brother, Byron, which I think I have a crush on. <laughs> you, be, you be falling in love quick, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just us. Had a good time. We, had, we was out there. We had our own cups. So we were pretty lit. Um, and then we ended up going to Voodoo. <laughs> Which I swore I would never do. How was it this time? It was actually good. What up, stranger? <laughs> um, it was actually good because it's not done. Don't mess it up. Because all the black kids were back, you know, for A and M. It was lit in there. Um, close enough. The DJ was on point. It was just a good night overall. So you, you went Sunday. But it wasn't my idea, so you you reluctantly went. Yeah, we were just trying to find things to do because they were all off on Monday, and of course, birthday celebrations were still being had, and they just wanted to turn up. So I was like, "Well, Living in <laughs> I'm not like that. I ain't never had no birthday month." Yeah. Um, but I was lit in there. And then, um, <laughs> shut up. Uh, 
It was it. It was another late night. I ended up staying over there that night too. Damn. Well, yeah, it was just a party weekend. Voodoo, slide over here so you can get in on this mic. It was it was just a party weekend for me. That's why I'm tired. Terrell just walked in. You remember him from? Y'all know our, Terrell. Our second or third episode. I saw. I was trying to figure out if it was second or third uh, as well. But hey, hey, how y'all doing? I think it was. Uh, Second one, yeah, yeah, it was. I just remember it was early, even though, like, it seems like it was forever ago. That was only like two, three months ago. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Like, we, I guess, because we do it every week, we don't. But what's crazy is, even though it seems like forever ago, these weeks be going by fast as fuck. Like, I feel like every time we have to record, the, the, the day comes so quick. It's because like, we usually record on Mondays and then we put it out on Thursday. So by the yeah, time it's so out, time it's out we're already, we already the next episode. halfway past the week. Yeah, that's true. Um, we were talking about our weekends. What you do this weekend? Nigga back out here with the hoops in and shit. You feel me? Oh my Jordan team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. You caught me on guard. I wasn't prepared for that question. You know I what really, you did? You know, I'm Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I know that's what's crazy. I'm always on the go, but um, this weekend, I pretty much played slow motion. I stayed here. It was weird. You know how, okay, that's what it was. You know how you have those weekends? Okay, first and foremost, Labor Day snuck up on me. All right, been grinding. I don't even know what today is. Wednesday. Okay, I thought it was Tuesday. <laughs> I thought it was Thursday all day. I, thought, I literally thought it was Thursday. Yeah, my week been fucked up too. So it was like one of those weekends where, you know, Tuskegee was playing Alabama State. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, of course, that was in the original plans. Uh, Jordan's first game. So I was thinking about getting down there. And then my body was like, um, you need to take a break. You've been, like, going crazy the past, I don't even know. Like you said, what's well, been two, three like months. Like three months. Yeah, I feel like I've been running since I left here. So, you have. Um, really didn't do anything. I really just kicked it. Um I know one of my boys is he had an event that he's trying to get started in the in the community a little after hours event. So just kinda of did some brainstorming and brainstorming and helping him come up with a plan to get that um show I mean get that off the ground. But yeah, those stuff about it. Speaking of that, it is kind of funny that we all three were originally going to do this podcast. Right, right. So it's kind of a nice, like, comeback around. Definitely is. But, um, <laughs> yo, uh, all right. So, I guess <clears throat> we could tell, I guess we could tell kind of how that started. What's that? Like the whole brainstorming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think we had talked about it before the wedding. We did, it? we did. I mean, we were all, always talking about how every time we got together, I mean, you can record this if you want to. I mean, Oh, I've been recording. Yeah, I think I have. I have put some shit on tent on Tinder. Oh my God! Wow! Wow! Where is, where is your mind? What the fuck? What you got going on over there, your phone? I just had a mild stroke. I don't know what happened. Uh, I have put it on Twitter, and Terrell was acting like he wasn't fucking with it. He was like, oh, "I think about it." I was like, "Oh, okay." 
Because um, I think it was like a link to or to some kind of like book or manual, like how to start a podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, we should check this out. And Terrell didn't seem like he was for real. So you trying to say like I curved you, basically? <laughs> That's no. what it felt like. No, you did. No, I know. <laughs> you kind of were giving what? all signals. You were like, no, I always get the, the rap for being this asshole. I'm just, no, this is what happened. Let's just, I digress. Okay. We were talking about it, and I said if I found it within like my time constraints, because that was when I was working my nine to five. Mm-hmm. So I was having obligations, and they were talking about more time on the road, and we want you to take on a bigger role here and a bigger role there. So, and I was kind of at that point where I was still in between, like going one hundred percent in my or going hard in my my own business, um, or kind of. Taking that nine to five, bro. And I remember I was just, just in such limbo at that point in time. And I was like, man, I don't know, you know, up from down right now, let alone what I'm going to have time to do in, you know, a month and a half. So, uh, I did not curb you. <laughs> oh, no. You were giving off signals like, oh, no, Terrell going to be with this shit. No. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm, I'm just very frank. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. If I can't, I can't. I just feel like that's... Because cause if, if I would have just been... Uh, kind of like dragging y'all along, like yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. That kind of would have impeded impeded on what y'all had going on. But I remember we we all got together. It might have been right before the wedding, or maybe after, right after, it right was after, after the wedding, right, right after the wedding. And I was um, we basically agreed that I would be almost like a fill in, like not necessarily a regular like y'all two, but I would make guest appearance when I could because we all thought the concept was dope. We know. What would happen if the walls could talk about some of the conversations we've all had at right. like two, three in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> very much true. <laughs> very, very true. Um, I had always wanted to do one, but mm-hmm. I, I knew I wasn't going to do it just by myself. Solo. That's the that's the the hardest part, in my opinion, um, about doing any any kind of business ventures, especially depending on what kind of personality you have as well. Right. Um, and I'm usually pretty timid. Like I'm mm-hmm. just reserved, so. <clears throat> but I mean, even me and you know how alpha I can be. Um, I still like to have like that partner in crime, so to speak. Like that was even my biggest struggle, day to day working in my business. Is that like, it's always good to have somebody bounce an idea over because you know ideas go one or two ways. You can either be like, oh, this is the greatest idea ever, <laughs> and you go and just run with it without you know doing your checks and balances, or you could think like this is the dumbest idea I've ever come up with, but you bounce it off your partner, and they're like, "No, there's actually a lot of feasibility in that. Like, right? Let's go forward." They can, um, they can not guide you, but they can almost like a counterbalance. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can correct yourself. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the other main thing was. Because I don't know how to work this equipment now. So before we even got it, I didn't know how we were going to record. Like, mm, what, yeah, actually make it work. I was like, yo, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. So I pretty much <laughs> just start watching hours of YouTube videos. So how you to figure out. Self-taught, self-learned. But like that's one of the catch-22s I feel like a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. About being like an entrepreneur, small business. So I'm just being um, me. Is in the studio. <laughs> yeah, like do you see that? Uh, I do. Out of nowhere. Uh, but like that's a quick catch twenty two because you 
need that, like I said, you need that counterbalance. You need that other energy. You need that person to kind of come in. You need people to bounce off of. You, def- you definitely, definitely do. Yes. I, Kim got me so thrown off over here. Like, I don't know. She all my face all itching. Like, she be doing this shit every fucking episode. I take I take like little snippets and I post them every time we record. So we were gonna talk about the Nike stuff. Right. That shit was cracking okay. me up on the internet. Oh my. That's what I was telling um, somebody yesterday. I was like, bro, I know I've been busy as hell. Like, I've been working uh, my list today um, because it was like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm just like, what? I'm cracking up. I'm like, what? It was something you had put up. Crying. I'm talking about, I was like, yo, where have I been back all to day? Back to back to back to back. Like, and, and it was crazy. I'm like, I deal in social media, but like, that's the difference in browsing for fun and like working working <laughs> in social media and digital marketing like um, um okay so <laughs> i was just trying so- to get what she put up but like it was like three in a row and i was literally was like laughing out loud like, oh about uh how <clears throat> nike has colin kaepernick uh steph yes, curry is you it is what Under Armour? Right, right. That was Squid one of them. Had me cracking that up. was one of them. Like you don't. Uh. Like, how, how, how? Continue, Juice, because you had some uh, in the show notes that I definitely agree with. All right. Oh, uh, first off, to touch on. Um. So. Uh, Nike came out yesterday and announced that. Well, not yesterday. On Monday, they announced that. Uh, Kaepernick was going to be the face of the 30th anniversary of the Just Do It movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all hell broke loose. <laughs> Literal hell broke loose. <laughs> and people have been in their feelings nonstop since. People so mad at his ass. Like, it's so funny. It's so though. stupid. It's hilarious. Cause yeah. like they clearly have nothing to be mad at, but they clearly want they something. They are going yeah. through so many, like jumping through so many hoops to keep this Stretching. nigga down. Stretching. I mean, it's like fucking Stretch Armstrong. Excuse my language. From the, but like the, the fines for NFL, if, the, <clears throat> if anyone kneels, they get fined. To the to him not being able to be, you know, re-signed. Like, but Nike has really been getting it right Nike. though. For longer than has now. Been on right, point right. For the last couple years. That um, hijab they came out with, the Nike hijab. Mm-hmm. That's when I first realized that Nike was like super woke. Yeah. I was like, okay, Nike. I mean, see, like, that's what people, Americans, don't understand because a lot of us are, have been conditioned to think America first. And there's, once again, there's nothing wrong with being America first, being for your country, wooty woo. But as far as being so pro-country that everything outside of that that box is irrelevant or it doesn't exist like that's how we act but, see, but I never nike is a multicultural yeah, company people like, always said america is a melting pot and there's so many people who act like they're proud of that fact but it but see like, but, like but this, the thing with their mel- <laughs> melting pot is what they always have conditions tied to everything so it's a melting pot but you can't speak your language you can't bring your culture over here unless you share it and we know every intricate right. Detail yeah. of it, Very like true. you can't you can't speak that language over here, like you, you it's know, like, like another racist talking point. Like, no, when I'm not racist because I'm in this country where we have all these other people, right. but I don't like that. And especially like if you come over here and you just tone down your culture, then you cool. Yeah, like that's basically what they're saying. Like yeah. we want you to assimilate, and of course I feel like you should assimilate socially 
and certain manners, but if you should people, hold on to certain things, you gotta hold on to your culture. Like, yeah, yeah. what? Why not? But um, people like. You're you're right about when people just want to be mad about something because when you ask them, like you're like so you're getting Kaepernick be like, they're like yeah of course, why? <laughs> they be like oh he disrespected the troops I'm like no he didn't. Nate Boyer was a troop and said it was better to kneel than to uh, sit down. Well I just don't think nobody should kneel for a flag. I mean it's showing a sign of respect actually. Everybody just want to be on a bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. It's everybody. Hype beast. And it's easy <laughs> It's easy to hate some shit when a whole bunch of other people hate it. Too. It's just like uh, in high school when we learned about causes of World War II. Uh, nationalism was one of the main ones. It was, it was. And and you talk about high school, it reminds me of like when we used to do those group think projects. Mm-hmm. And remember how that would go? Like you would see who the followers were and who were like the individuals. And you see that on a huge scale. Like social media and the internet has really kind of uh, flatten the earth so to speak those degrees of separation are few and far between now and like so you can go in once again like we've talked about before you can go online and affirm your point whether it's (laughs) right wrong or completely made up like you can find and the algorithms are set to make it to where you find what you're looking for right right yeah yeah, it's not to not to say that uh, you're wrong. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, here's some people that agree with you. That agree with you, right. <laughs> Confirmation bias. Exactly. But uh, it's been very hilarious watching uh, people getting their feelings and uh, burning products that they bought is... That'll show them. Like, <laughs> people really don't understand that a boycott isn't effective if you're not the targeted audience. Boom, and that is... Exactly. That's an excellent point. I saw that on the notes. That's what I wanted to touch on. So, like, if if you ain't bought a pair of Nikes in 10, 15 years, you destroying that ain't going to... Right. You uh, getting on social media talking about it ain't going to do nothing. Just, it's really just uh, up in their brand awareness and everything that they have surrounding yeah. that. You're doing them a favor. You're doing free marketing. Uh, right, right. And that's really what's crazy. You talked about the targeted um, audience and like the way we look at it in digital marketing is you. the beauty of it is, of inbound marketing versus outbound marketing is that you can target specifically who you want. Yeah. Like if you have a product that's meant for men 25 to 35 and no one else like you target them specifically and don't have to waste any dollars on anybody else so it's funny that you say that because if somebody outside of that target market comes into the fold like that's just a win-win situation right not saying we don't care about them or that as a marketer you don't care about them but like we weren't even sending for you so like the fact that you came (laughs) was just a plus right right so like i think you hit the nail on the head to say you're like you're not the target audience like they don't care free publicity Mm -hmm. but and i've and i've always felt that way on on causes i might even agree with like even uh when people were protesting against chick-fil-a and stuff like bro, I mean, it's like the year of protest, <laughs> bro. <laughs> but it's like, yo, man, I what are you about like? What are you trying to? People just like, want to be mad, and they want people, people to see them being mad. But people say some of the dumbest shit. Like, I just got on Facebook the other day just to laugh, because usually I get on Facebook, and I get mad at some of the dumb comments, and I was enjoying it. Like people were saying, we're gonna. Uh, 
bankrupt them. You gonna bankrupt Nike? Right. They made what thirty four billion thirty four billion dollars last year. Yeah, no, Bruh, You are not gonna do nothing. There's nothing that's gonna come from you wanting, cause that's all you're doing wanting. But if you notice though, it's it's always usually majority white people. It's the lame white people too. <laughs> that's the that's the worst part. It's like the lame air monarch wearing. <laughs> uh, old navy shirt wearing off brand cowboy boot wearing <laughs> <laughs> damn right Bruh, if you gonna get cowboy boots get some flash okay? <laughs> but yeah it's always them motherfuckers I really think that they're, like it's a such thing as people feeling left out of being oppressed That that's totally like, what it is people wanna be like no like this shit hurts us we all got it. Like, we get hurt, too. We experience yeah. shit, too. And see, that's what's crazy. That's how you know, like, we, like, living in the last days. Who the hell gets mad that they're not being oppressed? Like, what? what? Be you, you know how many people uh, <laughs> like, uh, live in, in a society where, like, I just want to be able to walk down the street or chill on a corner or go to a venue and not be looked at crazy. But it's but you check it for it? Like, you want this? Like, that's the ultimate out. sign of privilege. Yeah. Yes. Because you're like, I think there's a little <laughs> bit of guilt that comes with privilege. Yeah, definitely, you feel like you're uh, being the oppressor. You got moved your phone. <laughs> That's crazy. I think it's either your watch. I think it might be your watch. It probably is. No, it's, it's your my, phone. It's my phone. Because every time you say that, it's my phone that's sitting right there. Hmm. But uh, yeah, they definitely have remorse. I mean, uh, what's it? Survivors. Oh, Oppressor remorse. Oppressor's remorse. <laughs> Survivor's guilt. <laughs> oh Colonizer's <my> conflict. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so much stuff from that Nike thing that... Hey, speaking of colonizer conflict, y'all know the um, Black Panther's now on Netflix? Yes. I'm not Wait, sure. Yeah, yes. I was watching it last night. Like, I, I saw him tweet that. Oh, that... Yeah. yeah but, uh... Shameless plug. All right. <laughs> Don't be a chick. Twitter be lit, shit. I know it do. I just can't keep up with Twitter. Like, that's always been my thing. How? What it just be mean? going too much. Like, it be too many conversations going on for me. Yeah. And I be having a conversation over here. Like, it's going to be plenty of times I've been arguing with you and Juice at the same time. I can see And that. I felt like, who is, you know, I don't watch Spongebob, but who is the meme where he's like... <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> that's how I feel when I be on Twitter, like, all the time. So, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to stick to some a little more slow motion. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Twitter does go fast. Like, you, go super you don't fast. check Twitter for, like, an hour. You get on, like, you oh, my God, the world is burning. I remember when I first got on Twitter, I asked literally three days straight what a subtweet was, and nobody answered me. <laughs> and I was like... And then somebody finally asked me, and it was like... How you don't know what a subtweet is? <laughs> well, goddamn! <laughs> did nobody know what a subtweet was yeah, until they knew what it was? Out. Like until you got and subtweeted. I think, and, and now that I think about it, I think that's the answer she gave me on Twitter. Cause that just I just had a, a, a flashback when you just said that. Like, cause that literally was the answer I got like multiple times, and I was like, thank y'all for nothing. I'm like what? Bless your heart. Like, I, I really was hurt. Cause you know what's up to it. Yeah. 
Cause folks are just like, oh, you sub tweeting me. <laughs> Don't nobody sub tweet no more. How do you get to sub tweets? Niggas be out here in these Twitter streets yeah, with the at. <laughs> Twitter used to be way more personal. Now it's just all over the place. Yeah, but I like the beautiful mess that it is. Yeah. <clears throat> um, speaking of Twitter, uh, did you see uh, where people were recounting their favorite Twitter days? No. no what was the hashtag? Uh, somebody asked a question. What was the best day on Twitter? Mm. And then somebody was like. Uh, the first one was nigger navy. Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm not even on Twitter for real, but Bruh, that's crazy. I don't I remember, remember that. that. One. You don't remember that? Oh no. My gosh. I think it was oh Yahoo. Yahoo had yes. a thing that said Trump wants a nigger navy. A nigger navy. A bigger navy. A bigger yes. When was this? Recently? No, it was about it was, a year ago. It was yeah, right before he got inaugurated. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So Twitter <laughs> was lit. <laughs> gotta go look it up. Just like you said. Twitter that. Oh was gosh. lit as fuck. I wasn't on Twitter heavy last year. I want I really just got back into Twitter. Yo, that was the craziest. Oh my shit. gosh. I mean I I remember that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Look, I had to mute Donald Trump off of my Twitter. I didn't want to see no more of his shit, bro. He's not on mine, but it pops up all the time. Uh, okay, so that's what it originally said. Trump wants a much nigger navy. <laughs> Here's how much it'll cost. Wow! <laughs> Yahoo Finance. Somebody took it down, but yo, that was funny as hell. That was January seventeenth, and Yahoo financed it. <laughs> right. Yahoo Finance. Oh, okay, the January, Twitter account. January 5th. Um, this year? 2017. Okay, no. I wasn't heavy on. I had a whole social media hi- hiatus. What? Uh, why'd you go on social media hiatus? Um, I was doing a lot of shit that I probably shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> And I didn't want to see nobody that I didn't want to see. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Or have, have nobody <clears throat> trying to be in my business that didn't need to be in my what business. You, what you were doing? She was just out here trying to make some scratch. <laughs> just, just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I just got tired of it. I think I deactivated my Facebook for like three years. And um, I still had my Twitter. I just wasn't, I wasn't using it. I need to get off Facebook. Facebook's I feel like that time is coming for me again too. Plus, I don't have like cute family pictures to show. It's just deep, depressing thoughts. Oh, you and your feelings. (laughs) No, I'm just. I just feel like I'm. I'm too caught up in social media. Honestly, like Facebook, Snap, Twitter, Instagram. It's too much. It's a lot. What's your favorite social media account and why? Snapchat because it's more. Um, exclusive. I hate Snapchat. More thought friendly. It is very thought friendly. Yeah, I'm a thought. Kim's not a thought, guys. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I joke and call she's her thought all the time. Actual thought, but I'm she's not. Thought. She she might think like um, one, but she's not a real live one. Snapchat is just more private. It's not. <clears throat> you're not gonna have a whole lot of people. You gotta deal with all the fluff. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. I have like 700 Facebook friends and maybe like 70 Snapchat. Friends. <laughs> so you went on a delete spree. <laughs> 700 Facebook Bruh. friends. I tried to purge everybody off uh-huh. my Facebook, but I could not do it. It is. It's super hard. You have to do it like once a year. <laughs> I wish you. Could, I wish you could be. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. 
Go ahead and say it. <laughs> I told you, that filter developed like later in life, but it, it did. I find that hard to believe. I know, I know. <laughs> you, you just witnessed it. Same. Live and in action, because I was going to say some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what's next? Oh. Oh. Uh, are you still on the cap part? I did have one more question for Cap. <clears throat> Do y'all think the comparison to Muhammad Ali is valid? Where you want me to go? Yes and no. Yes, because he's been unwavering in his beliefs, and he is—he's, you know, what I'm saying he's decided to stick up for it, even though he's been getting a lot of flack and and um. Um, what is the word? Lashing, people lashing out. Um, you know, Muhammad did the same thing. He didn't really care about what the people were saying. But at the same time, no, because I don't feel like Colin was on the same level um, athletically, and and he wasn't as developed in his career as Muhammad Ali was when he decided to right. take the stand that he took. But that doesn't discredit his right. right. He's still he still sacrificed something. Yeah, 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 definitely. At the end of the day, and I I think that's where it's the, pretty. It's still heroic. It is. That's where the similarities lie because they did sacrifice um, their career, their career, really, their, their whole now, livelihood. Some people, I think, where you kind of go off about the <laughs> about Colin versus Ali is the way that they went about it. I mean, both. To that too. The opposition say in both cases that they were both. Colin's uh, been way more quiet, but that's that's a personality thing. It is. It is. It is. He's been much more, more. He was way more flamboyant. He was way more outspoken. Right. Right. And, and when I say he like care he how approached he it in the media, exactly. Boom. He approached it from like I'm a boxer. It was almost like he's a boxer. Like he's a showman. Yeah. And I don't give a damn what you have to say about me. You can drag me through the media. Cool. But Colin has approached it from a more diplomatic point of view, yeah. where he has tried to make all sides happy. Ali was more like he was like a boxer; he hit you in the mouth, and okay, yeah. we'll deal with it later. Like right. Colin is more strategic about it, and I think once again, where it comes, where it boils down to at the end of the day, is the sacrifice that was made. This man ended his career. Now, granted, people always say like, "Oh, well, he didn't have a type of career." That man went to a Super Bowl, like what his second, third season in the league. I mean, he I think it was had, his first season. Yeah, it was some. It was super early. Like, it's very uncommon for a quarter, young quarterbacks to come in and do what he did. And, and he signed that huge contract, so he had kind of made a, a huge at that point in time. And yeah. nothing compared to what these guys are making now. Uh-uh. Right. Um. So I, I, but I think at the end of the day, the commonality lies in in the sacrifice that both men make because it's hard. I mean, just think about. On your level, like, would you would you do it? Like, and you have technically a lot less to lose than this person from the you know public. It's point just of like view. that Freedom Riders thing when you ask, "Can I do it?" Right now, <laughs> I'm too broke. Freedom Riders, like, you know that reminds me of that Boondocks episode <laughs> where Grandpa got conned into going down to mm-hmm. Alabama, coming yeah. to Alabama actually <laughs> for Chicago. Bro, well, I mean, I say no, but at the same time, like, I feel like. I do. I speak my mind a lot on social media, so I don't know. I, I don't know if I could, but I. The only difference, to, well, not the only difference. The main difference to me between Ali and 
Kaepernick's thing is Ali literally was facing jail time. Right. Mm, that too, yeah. And he lost all his money. All of his money. And they used to finesse those boxers back in the day because it's like Joe Lewis lost all his too, didn't mm-hmm. he? Especially like Tyson, everybody. Like that shit still continues. But um, yeah, he lost his license to box because people wouldn't accept it because he wouldn't get drafted. Right. So <clears throat> it was and a lot of people that to this day felt that Ali was a traitor. Right. And it's just crazy though because. It's always, always easy to talk when you're not in that situation. Exactly. Like it, it's so easy to be on the other side of the uh, of the proverbial jail cell or the bars and be like, "Oh, well, you you should have did that in that situation." It's like, well, what would you have done? Like in that exact same situation, I'm not talking about hypothetically. Like literally, what, what would, would you have done? You know what? The comparison I think is actually more accurate. It's the 1968 Olympics when uh, John Carlos and I always forget the other guy's name. Right. When they did the Black Power. Because mm-hmm. I think they were stripped of their medals after they got back to the United States. I think they were as well. And they couldn't they couldn't get jobs or anything. Like and then plus the fact that, that took place in the middle of the national anthem. Tommy Smith. Yeah. Okay. John Carlos and Tommy Smith. I didn't hear the names. I was literally trying to think about it. I didn't John. realize that was in Mexico City. So yep. that was right across the Yeah. Right across the wall. Yep. <laughs> the wall. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember what was the uh documentary that came out about them where it was talking about how basically they lost everything. Yeah. Like everything. Because no you gotta think about for Olympic really. athletes who train your entire life. Correct. To just get this event, if you win, then you are set for life. They didn't get any of those rewards. Now right. they're getting props and speaking engagements. Like I remember Chip Kelly brought the man to speak to when he was at Oregon. Really? Yeah. I was unaware of that. But I mean, if you think about it, Chip also was the last coach Cap had. And he started Cap right. the last couple of years. You're right. You're very right about that. Chip is always going against the grain, you know. I'm just, I don't like some of the things he did in Philly, but we got a chip out of it, you know, two years later, three years later, whatever it was. Go Philly. So, you know, I mean, I commend Chip for that because he did play cap when a lot of that stuff was being. In the in the forefront. He was in the thick of it, yeah. honestly. Because he was still in the league. He was still, he was actually, what is taking place now was actually, I mean, what's, happening now uh, as a result of what took place then. You know what's, uh, what else is crazy? You remember when the Seattle when Seattle won and went to the Super Bowl that the first time? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what's his name? I don't know why. Richard, Richard uh, Sherman is what I feel like you want to say. Richard, right. Richard Sherman <clears throat> went on that whole uh, rant thing and they tried to make him be out, out to be a villain and all of this right. other stuff. You know how crazy it is to think three, four years later, the most controversial person on that field would be Colin Kaepernick. Right. <laughs> you Probably never would have thought that. Never ever. <laughs>
We have to unlearn some social things about like where we have we are unque like we don't question things. Why do you stand for the flag? Well, because we always have. See, that's always been my issue uh, in life. I mean, when I was a child, I remember, and I, I I blame it on my mom. Like she always made us ask why. Like if somebody came to us and offered us something, like why? I don't know you. Like she made us always question what we were being told. Like, and I look at it as she was training us to think for ourselves. And that's a lot of the big issues, once again, like, go back to the group thing thing. Like, people don't think for themselves. Like, they literally look at this person next to them like, well, you think this, so I I agree. You know, and yep. they really don't take the time. We've gotten so lazy in, the micro, in our microwave society that we don't even take the time to think nowadays. If you really think about it, we read an article headline, and majority of people, we read an uh, read a, a article excuse me, an article headline and don't even bother reading the rest of the 200 characters. They'll read and they, the comments. They'll read, or read right. the comments. Like, we've grown so lazy to the point where it's even affecting the way in which we think. Like, it's crazy. It, it, it's it's mind-boggling and it's like frustrating to even sit down with people who uh, are like that. It's kind of like the uh, insecure. You remember when <laughs> Daniel was in the room with the His chick? His ass don't watch Insecure. Yeah, I, know, I haven't I watched got, this I season. I got hooked on to it. No, but, I watched last last two seasons. I just haven't watched this season. Oh, I thought you said you haven't seen any of it. No, yeah. It's definitely a transitional season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean, the last episode of the second season, yeah. You could tell it was going right. crazy. But it's kind of, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I haven't done a deep dive of it yet. Mm-hmm. But I will catch up. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I always am hesitant to believe that things are actually worse than what they are where they were before. Because you can say everybody has group think now, but since we get a civilization, it's kind of... I agree. It is. It is. That's how, that's how religions form. That's yeah. how... You know, Cults form? Yeah. <laughs> like, it is. It's how anything forms. It's group think. Yep. It's how this podcast forms. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Real levels shit. to that shit, though. Real shit. <laughs> Okay. Let, let me pause this. So we can just communicate. It's like a visual communication type of deal of your ideas. It's almost like y'all being in each other's head. It's like a conference call. Yeah, but Kinda. just like, but textual. Um, I have seen so much stuff that we could have done differently from oh. the beginning. And that's the thing. That's about the this. beauty this, of it, though. This is a journey, though. It's a process, and that's why you'll be on hours for people who, you know, like that's that's why I do what I do because I enjoy. I, I as sick as I may be in certain aspects, I don't want to see somebody struggle through the same thing right. that I struggle with. Like especially on the business side, of it. I wasted so much money when at the beginning of like just starting a business and throwing money here, throwing money there, marketing this, spending time like. Wasting time, wasting time and money—two things that normally. But don't I don't come think back. it's wasted time, though. Not, not if you can lend that experience to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. That's when it if becomes you can learn not from your experience and then yeah. you pass it on. Yeah. But I mean, if you don't have, not everybody has that, a mentor or somebody to reach out to them. And I mean, that's definitely a privilege, but mm-hmm. it's, that's why we gotta be there for each other. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so much stuff that I've seen that I was like, if I had just been. A little patient and actually looked at a little bit more because I started getting overwhelmed and I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just, let's do it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also knew my personality. If 
if I didn't do that, then we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have got started. No. Because I would have just been, like, just on some bullshit. It's just, like, I have to force myself to go out. Yeah. Like, I have to force myself to do stuff like that. (laughs) Okay. Aretha's funeral, though. Okay. Um, Sister Aretha passed, and in Sister Aretha fashion, was all the way extra. Listen. So, apparently, because she was uh, terminally ill, she... uh, uh, took the time to plan out exactly what she wanted to do for her funeral. I didn't know she planned that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it she was... planned uh, three dresses uh, being different with the red bottoms. Way too much extravagance for her. Really? For her not to plan it. <laughs> for her not to be alive. Fucking <laughs> <like> asshole. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, trying to say this in a joking way, but like, for real though. I want y'all to do all this shit after I'm gone. It is a lot. Goal. It is a lot it though. Having like, to change a dead body like that, that just changed the whole dynamics. That I know mm-hmm. that she planned that. Yeah, more power to you, like, bro. She it. had a hundred pink Cadillacs on the street of Detroit, Dang. and, and uh, she was driven to burial at the uh, with the Rolls Royce that carried Rosa Parks. And who was her dad? Please. He was a very famous pastor. Okay, like. I got you. Um, C.L. Franklin. Mm. That's why she got started in the church. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about this shit. You gotta talk towards Mike. Oh, this is the first time I'm not talking towards Mike. <laughs> um. The outfits, the shoes, the guest list. I guess is what you can call the it guest at, a, list. at a funeral like this. Wasn't it like a whole like three day like she had celebrate like Aretha Fest <laughs> leading up to the funeral? I want to say they were doing yo that that ceremony was ten hours. Yeah, shit yeah, was long. I was at work and people were just yeah, like, this shit is still going on. That's what like I was looking at from like Twitter. I'm like, all right, so this shit is going long. I was about to leave at four. I was like, these niggas still up there. <laughs> Like, I'd have been in church for a long time. Can you but. imagine, though, like, going to something like that for that long? Like, if you were a part of her immediate family, which I'm sure there was plenty of them there, you have to stay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like That's why I fell for them people. There's a couple were, people that can slide out, but... I fell for them people that they were showing they were asleep. Nigga, did they have intermissions is what I need to know. They should. <laughs> Snack breaks? Right. Was was the communion passed out? Like Somebody was uh, somebody tweeted. They were like, uh, the, uh, the church ladies then probably reheated that food three or four times before <laughs> this ceremony going to be over. Oh yeah, it was a lot of cool things about like the black church experience, mm-hmm. and some of the not so good. Mm-hmm. First off, the singing, mm. singing, mm. they sang it, sang it. They sang. Fantasia sang her ass off. Anytime you see a black woman kick her shoes off, start singing. Oh yeah, yeah. She that, let everybody she know from jump. She was like, I'm on. Like this is my time to shine, baby. I'm gonna kick my shoes off. Um, that's really the only performance that I caught, though. I didn't Ariana see... Grande did very well. Well, she can sing, so I believe that. Oh, yeah, I didn't see Jennifer sing. Hudson though. Jennifer Hudson can sing. 
the Clark sisters. I don't know about Jennifer Hudson. She it, she yells. She just yells. Is what I feel like. Was that you who posted that? <laughs> Maybe. How about all she do is yell? Was it recently? Yeah, yeah, like the last two days. Mm. Oh no! It's always. I haven't be talked haters. about her in a while. Uh, <laughs> um, Clark sisters. Uh, you don't think they can sing? But no, they can. They're no, they're influential, very influential. But the runs, I don't like all the runs. Oh, um, okay. Like I could a uh, good run. Like okay. I just learned what a run was last week, so I'm not gonna partake in this uh, <laughs> conversation. Why you didn't know what a run was? Because I am not musical inclined. Yeah, but like. Is it one of those things where you didn't know the actual name of it, but you're like, oh, okay. Now, I knew once they told me what it was, but like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that shit. But I didn't know it had a name. I thought you just sang it. I thought, this was, I thought that was that sang it. <laughs> but like, I think, like, my mom used to be a singer, and my sister was. So, they were trained, like. The white way, almost. <laughs> Not the right way, the white way. Okay. So they don't, they hate. They don't like, do all run. that extra shit. They hate that shit. So I think that was like kind of. Oh, oh, for real? Like my mom used to sing like for real, for real. So like she hated that. And so like in, even in church, when my sister would sing with the choir, she wouldn't let her do all that bullshit. <laughs> that's I mean straight up. What is it because she just doesn't believe that that's real singing, or is it just because she was taught like? I think it's a mixture of both. Well, yeah. I don't think she doesn't think it's real singing. I just think that she doesn't like how it sounds. Because mm. if you can do it, I mean it sounds good. But if you can't do it, it sounds like what the fuck. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, the singing, of course, the sense of community. Yep. Um, the fact that at one point they had Louis Farrakhan, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, and Bill Clinton on the same stage. On the same row. If you don't think that's mine, fuck. (laughs) Like, I I wonder if that was her doing, though. It probably was. The only person missing was uh, Barack Hussein Obama, but we he wasn't at the feud. The feud. No, nah, you don't remember seeing the. Uh, I was about to ask the same thing, but I remember seeing the meme. <laughs> Where was he? But he was at the cane ceremony. Right. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Was a passing picture, the was candy. A picture of him. No, nah, a picture of him outside of the uh, White House, like texting him, and the meme was like. Obama live viewing um, Aretha's funeral <laughs> or live streaming uh, uh, Aretha's <laughs> funeral. <laughs> he was outside. He was like, "Damn!" <laughs> but you. <laughs> You so wrong. <laughs> you stupid. You so uh, wrong. Okay, but Ariana Grande. <clears throat> okay. Uh, since we're gonna ask the lady Let's get of the to room, the tea. um, how, the tea. Okay. Shut up. What are your thoughts about the whole Ariana Grande thing? Um, a lot of people had a lot to say about what she wore. That's straight black church bullshit too. Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all love that. <laughs> it, it, 
What? No, I said I know y'all agree. Like this is we've had this conversation before. I know me and I know we both we actually all had this conversation. About, so I said I agree about like the attire. You know. Oh like, well, no. Know. Did you see what she wore? Yeah, she had a little thought dress on. So yeah, everybody was talking about that. But I'm still one of the people. But it wasn't okay. Okay, okay. So I know everybody was like, "Oh, well, she wouldn't shouldn't have wore that." Okay, cool. Yeah, but I'm still. I'm not even the whole Me Too movement shit, but. I still don't believe I know Juice I'm sorry I know I still don't believe It's cool to say like Oh she had that on So he could touch her Any kind of way Like that's still It's one for one though That's that. Don't make me out to be that guy I'm, I've never been misogynist So I'm, I'm I said that was in white I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the fence I'm on the fence about it I'm on the fence about it Um So for like a regular church function, <laughs> her dress was not appropriate. But because it was because she was asked to perform, I feel like she took it as like a regular celebrity performance. Mm-hmm. She right. wasn't necessarily thinking about. I'm in mean, church. Church, right? Because I mean, the extravagance of the event—it's not a normal church thing, especially probably for a little white girl. You know. Yeah, she's Italian. Um, she's but the pastor, though, <laughs> the one who groped her, at first, I, at first, I didn't like because it happened so quick. I didn't see, and then like after somebody zoomed, I was like, oh. and then you can see the look on her face where she was yeah, like, and the look in his, on his face too. And but like, see, you know, I hate to do the whole still shot thing, but that was a terrible still shot, like. He was like looking at her, like no. he wanted to. In the like, video, the fact he pulls her back in is yeah. what makes she kind of like. Yeah, she's fighting him. Right, right. That shit was uncomfortable as fuck. Right, yeah. Right. And then that's that pastor shit too, though. She's like you talk yeah. about some black churches, not all black churches, because I've had pastors who were excellent. But there are where I have seen like the lecherous pastor, <laughs> right? Or like any the, men the, in the, the church that have any kind of like title or, mm-hmm. or power. Oh, I think that's in general. I mean, well, you get a yes. title and it just starts yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, no, for real. Um, I I don't think that's every pastor, but he did look really bad. Like the steals look terrible. He looked the like look, it wasn't his look, first time. Oh yeah. Oh no, that. not at all. He's done that's, like that. I mean, his, I'm sorry. That look, it looked predatory. He's, you know he, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I don't know whether, it was, but like that's why I was saying originally. Like sometimes you can get caught in a steal picture, and you like that's what I love about photography because you kind of get to put together your own story where on video you don't like you said the, the video confirmed that yeah. the video confirmed that it was kind of like I mean because you know the steel she was looking at him like and I don't know why but he just had he just like had this image of like maybe it's because like on the original on the religious tip but like he looked like a wolf but and you always know like the wolf in sheep's clothing type of deal but like just the way in that image where like you were talking about she was like and he was just like like, mm. it's, that was like damn ugh. That, yeah that that shit <clears throat> but I was like ugh and, like, and the bad thing was like at first I was like I don't like cause I saw everybody talk about it I hadn't seen it so I was like these niggas be so bold though like he had a, yes. he knew he was on camera but that's then, what I'm saying like folks don't they don't even understand that like when that spirit take over you like 
clearly, like you had to. You're in front of millions of people, and your well, he does it every Sunday. Your probably. lust, or you know, what I'm saying these Creeped feelings out. got like they overcame. I think it all was shit. her lack of clothing that actually allowed us to see it, because he mm-hmm. probably does that on women who wear way more clothing, or women Ooh, in robes. I or, see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. we we saw this it way true. more. It was in plain sight. But I, all right, I got two points. First one is I didn't look at that dress as being a thought dress. Maybe because I didn't. I didn't is, think it was a thought dress her either. Body isn't she? Yeah, she's little. Yeah. But then you get into that, and I know you don't agree with that. I I agree with you have to wear certain things for your body, but I also agree that certain women's bodies. Well, no, what just, I'm saying it is, matter I don't think it's a wear. it's a thought dress. I just think it's an inappropriate dress for church. I do too. I mean, yeah, because you know the vents and all the the see through parts. I I don't think you should be showing that much skin in church personally, because it is dudes here. But see, like I think that's the 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 Mars versus Venus thing, where women look at it one way and men look at it another way, and women look like I'm in church, I'm in a safe place. These there's these guys aren't here looking at me like that. They just they're just here to go to church. Where guys are like, yo, we still dudes at the end of the day, and dudes is dudes is dudes no matter what. Which I feel like most people are, but that's like just the the difference in like the psychology of men versus women. In certain aspects, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even thinking about it on that level. I'm thinking about it on just a church, a church respectability level. Like in the black church, we're all taught. If she, if I was saying what she was saying, that would be more misogynistic than what I said. It's just the tone you were saying it is. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm tones. thinking about like in the black church, we are all taught that we're supposed to cover up as women. Right. Yeah. Um. And that's, most religions that's in almost general, yeah almost right. every religion in general but black so, people will shave you if you right not correct exactly um so that's what i'm saying like it wasn't appropriate not necessarily because she might attract looks or feels or what the fuck ever else like it just wasn't appropriate for church now if she threw on like a little blazer she would have been fine she did have a lot of leg out but I could have rocked with it a little bit more if if she was more covered like up top for it to be a church event, but none of what she had on is still like not an excuse for her. right the pastor being all over her like that. And now I guess we got I gotta ask this question: Do you think the pastor was innocent in what he was doing, or do you think that was intentional? Do you think no? The way that nigga was reaching around, lips? like his fucking his his middle finger and his ring finger were scooting. And grabbing and pressing yeah. into it, like, Maybe yeah. she get out. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in just so y'all know get how to out. talk to this motherfucker. Right. Hey, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the old Terrell creeping out. Shit. Um, oh, who knew what the fuck he was doing? He was way too really. comfortable. Also, it is, I saw somebody, so a woman wrote that. Uh, <clears throat> Men always know. Be like, nah. Sometimes I, you've accidentally, great, like pushed up against a girl or right. something, and you feel like shit, right? Because they're not gonna believe you because there are creepy motherfuckers out here. But that shit is a bad experience. It is. I think you should. I mean, I don't know. It just depends on the situation. But you should definitely play that one off with, with laughter, and normally try to apologize. I try to be discreet about it and apologize. Yeah. Like, yo, I didn't. Like, I will try, try to like pull that. somebody aside or something. Yeah. Be like, yo. I really was not yeah, trying to do that I shit. I wasn't trying to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know, and most folks, when if it's gen- like what people don't realize, well, not all people. Some people don't realize that people have like a genuine have a genuine radar. I'm sorry. I almost said it. Oh my god. Why? G and I was saying like I was thinking genuine radar and that was what like when that spirit comes upon you and it slips out. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. That's why I had to slide away cuz I knew he was going to see this as some bullshit. Um Continue. What I, just know I was talking about juice. You know, juice always you just got to be that person. Just I, that. I'm just asking you a question. I don't even. I, I you think, said I people, think people have, have a, a radar. Like, I mean, a radar, and they just know when people are being genuine with them. So, like, yeah. if it was yeah, really yeah, a yeah. mistake, people would be like. What, nigga, how many jobs do you have right now? Me? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I actually got to speak to that because it was like an epiphany for me. Like, growing I've always been very good at, like, a lot of things. A jack of all trades. But I know growing up, uh, a lot of people frowned upon that. And it's crazy to see, like how we grew up in comparison of kind of like what the kids see now in this social digital age. Like they see jack of all trades. They see people doing all of these different ventures yeah. uh, where I feel like in comparison, like it was frowned upon. I mean, I had people that were not necessarily mentors, but were um, like, I guess, supervisor, teacher type of figures. And a lot of their thing was like, you got to, you basically, you got to niche down. You got to niche down. You got to find one thing to focus on and you know as i progressed throughout life and got older that was always something subconsciously that i always thought talked about i mean i I feel like i'm a very dynamic person but i was always taught to like oh you gotta dumb that down you gotta dumb it down to specialize in this so um that was the way i operated for a long time then i ran into a mentor and we were just talking about he almost asked me like the same question you do like well what do you like to do and it was like well, I like to do this, 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 and this. And it was like all over the place. So, of course, during the conversation, I was feeling self-conscious about it. But um, it was kind of turned around. And he was like, no, nah, that's like a great thing. Like, it's great for you to be able to do all of these different things. You just have to, you know, adjust your focus, you know, adjust how, how long you focus on one thing versus the other. And that kind of was like the turning point for me and like flipped over a new leaf. So I started looking at things from a different point of view. Um, and which kind of led me to today. So, like, everybody knows that I, once again, do a lot of things. The main things I do right now is the digital marketing and the brand marketing, content marketing, which has to do with photography. A um, couple different ventures that I have, product-based ventures, uh, like beard oils that are supposed to be coming out um, probably within the next 8 to 12 months, just depending on if I do all my other stuff that I, you know, Right. That you alluded to uh, previously, so yeah. I, I think the way we grew up was very based on specialization. Mm-hmm. Even like I was reading this book about sports and specialization, and how people wanted to get away from having the two, like two sport athletes, like mm-hmm. Bo Jacksons and uh, uh, Deion Sanders and stuff, and they wanted a specialized athlete, and that kind of translate well into uh, 
like business, mm-hmm. like having a specialization into right. it. Because I was I was similar like that. Uh, I wanted to do so much more like creative things, and then people were like, "Yeah, but you need something to fall back on." Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right. Exactly. And that was definitely the mindset. And then, like when you're 17, 18 years old, you are conditioned to listen to the people around you. It's super impressionable. Yeah, and so you listen to them, and you do stuff, and then one day you look up. And you're in a unhappy seventh, as hell. You in a seventh grade classroom with these badass kids. <laughs> you ain't getting paid for this shit. And you're like, how did I end up here? Yeah, listening I, to everybody else. Right, right. I agree. I mean, and you touched on another point too. Uh, for me personally, it was like the creative side of it. And I know me and Kim have talked about it with her creative background. And that was really the craziest thing is I've always felt creative, but like I joke on myself but I can't draw like I can't sing uh, but I've always been able to like aesthetically put together um, appeasing things like for us whether it be content as far as pictures or videos or even ad copies stuff like that so that kind of um, really opened up my new avenue and once I started in like the marketing field uh, at the radio station I was able to create like proposals and things of this nature that I wasn't afforded in, in you know my prior career where it was more blue collar like they didn't care about this stuff but when I came over to the white collar side of it it was a lot more the creative and it really just kind of opened up my mind like oh dang like there is a creative space for me in the business world because like I love business but I also love creativity and once again going back to being dynamic I want to do what I love at the end of the day even if it's three different things and I was also talking to somebody else about, like, the time that we grew up. Um, we didn't know the recession started your freshman year. Right. Yeah, college. that's what I say. Like. When we graduated high school, recession was, was, was about, about to, to kick our ass. Yeah. So we were choosing degrees in an old economy. Right. In an economy that was about to be completely reshaped. I chose to try to be a teacher when teachers literally were going to have to stay for 10, 15 years longer than they would have before because they couldn't afford to retire because they had just lost most of their savings. So now I'm competing against teachers that have been teaching for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to hire my little young looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> like one time, they they straight thought I was a student when I went on an interview. That was crazy. It is crazy though how young teachers can be. Yeah, that's what's and up. how trusting <clears throat> society is. Right of like right. twenty five year olds. You know who? I'm sorry. With their teenagers. You, you and you say twenty five, but one of our teachers had a birthday, and y'all know Miss Parker had Miss Miss Bergman. I'm sorry, Miss mm-hmm. Ariel Parker Bergman. I she believe was the home ec teacher. She was a home ec teacher, but she was like super dope, super like Hipster, eclectic, hipster. She lives in Denver now. You know what I'm saying? Like I never, so, but I, never I, had a home always. I, I can't believe ec. you don't know her. But she did fashion, uh, right? She did all of that. I See, that and either. I remember my first experience where it was like, I took her class, but. I really appreciated like how she kind of like took my brother on her wing. Mm-hmm. You know how my brother was. He's always been super creative, but if you can't see past the whole issues that he had with like authority at the time, uh, you would have just wrote him off as another bad kid. But like she 
saw past that. And I really feel like she tapped into his creativity and um, really opened that up. But say all that to say, she was like 23. Yeah. 24. She just had a birthday like two days ago. So I was wishing her happy birthday. And I was like, she, I mean, she literally just turned like 33, 34. Like, it's something super young, like super crazy. And I'm like, I'm damn near 30. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll be 30. And I'm like, like if, you, if you pull it up, I swear. I really be, don't remember her. If you, you, you really wouldn't know. That's probably what she looked like more yeah. back then. I'm trying to. But yeah, she was a homeless teacher. She was super dope. Like all, you, the, all the art classes was, you took, you never saw her you in the hall. She was Miss Parker when you were there. Yeah, she, she used to wear like really like funky you. like dresses and everything. Like she yes. was, she was cool as hell. She was super, like it was like it, I remember it was almost like how did you end up at Brooklyn? Right, like it was one of those situations. Yeah, it was like, and it seemed like as soon as she got a chance, she was like, I'm mm-hmm. out of here. But she was cool as hell. Like she was, she was good people. I remember I had home ec with her and then. I went to the John Mayer concert when he came here, and she was there. Right, I remember that. <laughs> and then, like, we, we would talk about music and stuff. But yeah, she was she wasn't much older than us. This. It's the one about the fight because you can tell now <laughs> Terrell's here. Yeah, I did read that, so I wanted to see. Um, so there's this dude at work. Everybody thinks he's so fine. I don't. I do not. Um. So this one girl basically, uh, <laughs> one girl basically was telling me that she thought he was so attractive and blah 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 blah. And so I was like, I think I heard he was married. And she was like, is he? Like, I don't think so. So I was like, well, I'm just ask him. Um, so <laughs> I asked him and he told me, <laughs> I asked him if he was married and he told me, no, he said he used to be. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the classic nigga shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. He said he used to, no, but he, he did. He got divorced. Um, he said he used to be married and I said, okay, well, are you in a relationship? He said, he said no. So I was like, okay, okay, cool. So I walked away, went back and told her. So he messages me on Facebook and he's like, excuse me. He's like, um, why you want to know if I'm married? And I was like, oh, you know, I was asking for somebody. And he looks at me and kind of nods his head in the direction um, of where we work He's like oh If you asking for somebody Over there Like I'm not interested And I was like damn Okay whatever So then he messes me again Like um, You know What about you Like are you in a relationship blah, blah, blah. And I told him no And he was like What if I wanted to take you out And I'm just I'm just LOLing Like nigga I'm not even I'm not even here for it So Fast forward Fast forward. I'm actually just gonna read the damn thread. Oh no, she done pulled the thread out. You know shit real now. <laughs> um. <laughs> so one day I was talking to him, um, and I had come back from eating like a kale salad or something, and I had like some kale or some spinach in my teeth. I can't remember. So I had messaged him because I talked to him on my way back in from lunch. I was like, "Damn, you let me sit there and talk to you with spinach in my teeth." 
So his response was, sorry, I was mesmerized uh, by your lips. So I didn't pay it any attention. Mm. So he just he's just like continuously shooting his shot. So I was like, good night. And see, he responds and he says, I see you don't take compliments very well, which to me, that's you being upset that I'm not falling for your bullshit. Like, I'll take a compliment all day, but I know what you're trying to do. So from you, no. No. So I was like, LOL, I really don't. He said, well, I know now. So another day goes by and he's talking to me, asking me again, like, who was interested in him and why was I asking about him being married and da 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 and he was like, Well what if I wanna take you out? And I was like, You see you you two used to getting what you want and I'm I'm not the one that's gonna give it to you. So he messaged me again on Facebook. He said, So you're not gonna give me what I want, huh? That's when he said, What if I wanna take you out? Would you give me that? I said, Where are you gonna take me? And I don't understand this response, but he said, Only if you let me. I said, L O L okay. And then what did he say? He said, hey, you said you're not going to give me what I want. I said, surely that's not all you want. He said, yeah, that's all. You want something else? I said, no, sir, I do not. And that was the end of that. So fast forward a day or two. A lady comes to my counter. She says, excuse me, I turn around. She said, um, I understand that it's you that's asking if uh, if Bert is married. And I was like, Bert, a nigga named Bert. Uh, I was like um, Like super confused That's all I said And she's like Well I'm just wanting to let you know That I'm his fiance I was like Well he didn't tell me that She was like Yes he did Yes he did He told me that He told you that he had a fiance I said No ma'am He did not And she said Yes he did I said Well he's lying to us both Then sis Like (laughs) He didn't lie to you And he's lying to me Because he did not tell me That he had a fiance Nor was he in a relationship at all and she was like, well, okay, good. Well, now you know who it is. And I was like, do you want to see the messages that he been sending me? So I showed her the messages and she got like real cold in the face. She was like, yeah, let me see them. And I was like, like I could tell she was getting ready to put her foot in her mouth. Mm-hmm. So she reads them. She's reading through. She's like, oh, oh, wait, scroll up, scroll up. What's that? This shit goes all the way back to like March. Like he'd been trying to get him. He found me on Facebook, didn't add me, but just started messaging me on Messenger. That's super creepy. Yeah. Um, so this shit all the, went all the way back to March. Um, so this shit goes all the way back to March. So she's sitting here looking at it. Get out of my bullshit, please. Do I have to? St- How many times I got to start over? <laughs> Continue, please. Anyway. Because <laughs> this is actually kind of juicy. So she she's sitting here looking through the messages. I can see her face cracking as she reading them. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, what's up? So she's like, okay. So she goes over to his department, talks to him for a couple minutes, comes back and is like, let me see these messages again. And I'm like, here you go, sis. Like, here you go. So during this whole like time frame, he's decided to deactivate his whole account on top of blocking me and all kinds of shit just so he could later on say that he doesn't even have a Facebook so she comes back and she half-ass apologizes. She's just like, you know, I didn't mean to come at you like this, um, but I'm just trying to figure some things. I said, well, I told you what was going on and I got proof. So you going to believe what you want to believe anyway. Um, Your bitch chose me. Right. I was about to say, like, that's, 
I even told her. I said, "I'm not even." I said, "I'm not even the one that was after him." I was asking if he was married for somebody else. Like, I don't even want your nigga. And she was like, "Um, what did she say?" She just kept saying, "Well, that's not what he told me." And I was like, "Number one, I don't understand. Like, don't don't pull up on me and get mad at me just to at the end of the night stick with this same nigga." So, ten minutes goes by. He calls my my counter extension. And he asked me to come over to his department so I can talk with both him and her. So I go over there. Guess what this nigga says? Guess what this nigga says? He says, so you you saying somebody been sending you messages from my account? I said, you know what? Like, I thought I came over here because I thought you was going to stand up in your shit. But I'm not doing this. I'm at work. Y'all figure Die it the fuck the out. Lie. And he was like calling my name, like Kim, Kim, like trying to get me to come back. I'm like, no, fuck this shit. I'm not involved in none of this shit. Like I didn't do nothing wrong. Right. Y'all two figure this shit out. Right. So he went on his lunch break, probably got his ass chewed out. Um, oh, she went home with him though. Know that. Exactly. I agree with you. Exactly. So he gets back off his lunch break. I go over there to have some words with him. I said, what the fuck is your problem having a bitch come up to my counter at my job? On some bullshit. I was like, you don't know what her intentions were. She could have been ready to shoot, ready to stab, ready to swing, and all this shit would have went down at my at my shit. Like, don't do that. I was like, if the bitch come back up here, I'm beating her ass and I'm beating your ass. <laughs> so he's sitting here giving me all this shit. Like, man, that's not even my girl, man. Like, we not even. I said, she said that she your fiance. And he was like, no, we not. Like, we not together no more. I promise you, that girl, she insecure, man. I said, so why you engaged to her? He's like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, nigga, you was such a pussy-ass bitch. Like, stand up in your shit to somebody. Like, clearly, you're not going to do it to her. At least be real with me. Like, I could respect you more if you were just like, you know what? I'm sorry. Right. But for you to be like, I don't even have a Facebook, and she insecure, and this, that, and the other, and you can call my mom and ask her. Wait, to- hold on. So, bro said he didn't have a Facebook, but he was writing you from the Facebook. And all the messages were self-incriminating. Like, they all had to do specifically with things at work. So, if anybody was actually messaging from your account, how would they have known about all these specific work incidents? Like, you so <laughs> you so stupid. You Your lie is stupid. If you're going to be a liar, be a good one. Right, like, right, right. Your lie is dumb as shit. But he was bitching up. Like, he got scared um, because I had a drink. His fiance had left her drink on my counter, and I was walking it back over there to him. He got scared. Like, he started backing up. I guess he thought I was going to throw it on him, which the idea did cross my mind. I was like, calm down, pussy-ass nigga. Like, I'm not trying to lose my job over your ass. Right. Um, but so, yeah, he just kept trying to say, like, you can call my mom and ask my mom. Like, somebody else said that that uh, they've been getting messages from my account. I'm like, oh, so you really out here in these streets, in these Facebook streets, messing with other bitches. Just telling on himself. Niggas is retarded. That shit pissed me off though, because to me, all I can see that as is my life being in danger. Because like I said, no one knows what her intentions were <clears throat> pulling up on me like that. Yeah, that and it, it couldn't have been her first time doing no, it. No, no, it's not. Because she was way too comfortable. Like she was all in my face, she and I was. A, she had a qualifying questions and everything. I was right back in it. I was right back in her face. I was like. She here and I'm here and I'm not backing down because I didn't do nothing wrong. So I guess that is a segue into my question, which is for you, I mean, Juice as well, the followers, 
the <laughs> listeners, who who's in the wrong? Who would you approach at that time? Do you approach your man's, or do you approach the other person? Well, number one, woman? first of all, I want to know how she even knows that I asked if he was married. Right. So I had to have come up or something. That's question number one. But second of all, why is it a crime to ask if somebody's married? Right. Especially, especially if you, especially like you, if you don't have, if you don't have any other kind of evidence of me pursuing him, I'm not in the wrong. So I, I won't, I won't disagree with him that she's probably super insecure. But what dudes don't like to tell a lot of time, sometimes they be insecure because of the things that you do. You that know you have. Yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. And like clearly, this was not the first time like we talked about. Like, but at the same time. At the same time, you gonna stay with this nigga. So, which is like, why do you do all the antics? Like, why do you? Why get mad? Why pull up? Pull why up? do all this shit? It is, I think it's because so she can say she pulled up. What's the point of pulling up if you ain't gonna do I shit? I'm just trying to understand. You know me. I don't understand. And I'm not even. I'm not even things. like a bitch that just is consistently in fights. But that kind of shit be having me ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. That's the second time some shit like that didn't happen to me, and I'm like, okay. Uh-oh. What about the first time? The second time. <laughs> oh shit! Now we're gonna find the first time didn't have anything to do with like, with a man in a relationship. So it was I mean, this is the second time somebody wrote, pulled up on me out the blue. So it was a woman, the first time. Yeah. Like you were dealing with a woman, because you said the first time it didn't even have to do with a man. Right, it had it was on some friends, some friends, some old friends. Oh, I thought we were talking. <laughs> no, okay. no. I was about to say, oh no. shit, man. Give me a cup. <laughs> the tea is heating up. Shut the fuck up. You always want some kind of weird shit to happen. Um, but yeah, that shit. It, I was hot like the rest of the time at work. My blood pressure was through the roof. Cause all all I can ever think about is what if this bitch came up here ready to shoot? Cause women shoot, people get killed over cheating. Hell, this is Alabama too. Right. What that mean? Uh, anywhere is gonna have guns blazing. Gun laws. <laughs> you can open carry in this state. Yeah, I just um, I don't want to be a part of none none no more. Be a statistic. <laughs> No more. What was your question? Yeah, you had you said you had two questions. No, that's my question. You stopped. You, know, you stopped at the question. I said, you said who? I'll bring who? It up later. No, that was what I asked her. Who? Who would she approach? Like, if she was that girl who approached her, who should be approached? Because that's always one of those big arguments on social media. Like, should the girl be approaching? Her man, or should be she be approaching the other girl? I've always been in the school of thought that you should approach your. You should approach other. your man, right? Like, exactly, you because going to the random person, because seven out of ten times that person probably lying. Yeah, you get some compliant people, but like most of the time, people are are it's a kind of mechanism. yeah. The, the normally the wolves pulled over somebody's eyes in the situation. Um, or yeah. Have you ever been on the flip side of it? On the flip side of what? Have you been that trifling ass nigga? You see how he always trying to put me on the spot? <laughs> uh, 
Yes, that has happened to me. That happened to me uh, a couple times. I believe it. What's the funniest one? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I only tell those stories in secret because it's funny <laughs> in hindsight. At the time, it wasn't funny, and if I ever ran into either one of them, like I get my ass beat by both of them. What? Why are you looking like that? Nothing. Cause you set me up. <laughs> don't ever come on the suburban podcast because Juice will set you up and ask you some shit. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.